0: The movie did not suck. Can I mean, you stop saying that? No. Who the fuck? Compared to the first one. Like, this was... What do you mean, compared to the first one? Actually, I can't even remember the first
1: one. Alright. I'm was... sorry, I'm gonna have to say this, but you're gonna have to it
0: leave your wife. Too, like, it was too comical. It, it, was... it was a comic book movie. Well, How can I, you say I, it was too comical? Not like comical, it was just like. Uh huh. Like, Go on. It was... it was
1: stupid what was stupid what was the
0: monster was cute like it wasn't even scary looking like what the hell was that all right maybe that was the intent the flowers came out of nowhere like what bullshit was that that's an artistic design
1: that's an artistic take have you ever seen kingsman in Kingsman at the end of the movie when everybody's ever heads Kingsman? are exploding. Yes, it it's not...
0: Me, I like Kingsman. Kingsman was okay. This was trying to be like Kingsman in a way. oh, all. Oh. Like the way they're so pl- right now. I'm sorry, but like the way like they had their things going. Like the way, like the like the scenes, like the Was
1: it hard to follow
0: camera angles and stuff was just Was like, it I'm
1: hard, hard to, follow. to follow? Was
0: it hard to follow?
1: They tried to write down what was happening on the screen, but you know it's hard to read it sometimes. She said
0: that was like Raji didn't like that. You know, in the beginning where it said "now," she goes, "that's stupid."
1: You know, <laughs> God forbid the director's telling
0: you like what events are taking place and what time. in chronological order. Okay, Gagan said, "Thank you for the take." We're gonna walk out of the room. A
1: this is your first and last appearance.
0: He said, this, this, this is." Show. He said this is your first last appearance on this fucking show. Verbatim. He said that verbatim. What? Yes, I know. He has be on
1: the show? You're out now, man.
0: Nope. We're getting a divorce.
1: I wouldn't say that to you normally, bro, but I think you're gonna have to. <laughs>
0: welcome to the show ladies and gentlemen this will
1: be our if you haven't guessed yet by that intro which is just i might just say one for the ages
0: i feel like it
1: and this is gonna be Did our you
0: think st- it was stupid
1: i'm gonna start off right there um the suicide squad spoiler review if you haven't seen it please go fucking watch it right away it is. I've been messaging people to go watch this movie. I <laughs> do not. I do not understand that your wives take one bit. Um, I thought. I I have notes written down that I want to go through, but just my overall general. I'm going to give you my general impression, then you give me your general impression, then we'll talk about it my general fucking thing on some of the thoughts that i felt first of all i watched this at home i i was planning to go to the theater but i just had way too much to do and it was nice uh yeah i had dinner and then i got this new popcorn it's um it's like a healthier version but um you know um it was nice because my biggest thing is when i go watch a movie i like to have a nice you know like i have to have popcorn and watch a movie to it's an experience for me so this was one of the first big hbo max movies you know like uh, that, that that have come out that you know i watched at home and um it was nice man the experience was nice um the movie man fucking james gun dude james fucking Gunn. this this is what happens this movie is an example of a great storyteller just fucking going like a hundred percent dude like um i was really blown away dude i was really blown away watching this movie just the intro into it uh the the how they set that up the intro and then you know the swerve onto like this isn't the actual team this is the actual team that's over here which you know bless your wife's heart you know she said she didn't like because her reasoning was that it was stupid and um but I thought that was just great, man. You, you you start a movie with a Johnny Cash song, I'm already in, and that's mm-hmm. that's what we that's what we lead off with. And I thought the characters were great. I thought the story was good. The story fucking made sense. Like I'm surprised I cared about the fucking story. Fucking Suicide Squad. That this doesn't even the people that are referring to this as Suicide Squad two, I think is unfair to this
0: movie. This is just the Suicide Squad. My Ooh, wife I forgot I- there was a second one. <laughs> Like a minute ago, she goes. Is this the second one?
1: <laughs> yeah. So like that's the that's you know this um this is the type of person that's giving viewpoints here.
0: I I know. I, I'm I don't know how a divorce works. Look is. at her.
1: Look at her. Look at her fucking trying to walk this back. It wasn't a total waste. It was entertaining at times, but still think. It wasn't the best movie, LOL. She texted do this? She's... They could have done better with the monster and not made it so much like the Kingsman movie or whatever it's called. Oh, we're going to compare it to that movie, but, you know, whatever it's called.
0: She... I mean,
1: the weasel survived. Like, what was that even all about? LOL. Okay, I'm done. You gentlemen have fun doing the podcast.
0: Oh, I hope she, know, she should know this is being read on the podcast.
1: She didn't say anything inflammatory. She just walked her statements back a little, which is fine. Like, after you watch a movie, sit on it. Let it digest for a day or so, you know? Like, but my my, my thoughts as soon as I watched this movie was, one of the thoughts that I had while watching is, like, man, I'm so happy that, like, this is my first time watching this movie. Like, I'm enjoying this for the first time. and I was thinking this, is a, this movie is, like, an instant classic for me. It is one of the best. If not, I would say it's probably the best DC movie that's been made. I put that over Wonder Woman, which I hold really high, you know, in in, in comic book movies. I put that over, you know, Man of Steel. Like, I would say this is DC's best movie. And, you know, I right off the bat, I'm gonna say I give it a 9 out of 10. Now, Jess. You take it away, then we'll... I have notes. Like I said, I have notes, and we will get into it. Tell me what your thoughts.
0: Do you see?
1: I think he's clapping, folks. It's just very loud. I apologize to the people that are listening to us with headphones on.
0: I apologize for that, but I am clapping. You did it. You got out of the way of a director, and you let him do what he was intended to do which was direct the film. Seems and like a simple enough ask, right? It, right. Like, you know, I don't I don't care what the first two are supposed to be. I don't care that David Ayer is still trying to get his first one the least. I think
1: he's the only one that's trying. You you know, like everybody... Nobody cares,
0: David Ayer. Like, nobody cares. Do you care? No.
1: I'm sorry, like, dude i don't care do you you want to give people a little backstory what happened with that what why he's saying this
0: so david air who directed the first suicide film squad said he was literally locked out of the editing room (laughs) they hired a like that's the stupidest thing man if i say that out loud like like you let the guy direct the film but you didn't let him like piece it together like what the fuck um but yeah so Warner Brothers brought in this company to like and like people have brought up to the point to where if you look at the first trailer that was released prior to the editing company or whatever came in it's a lot more darker it's a lot more grim and then I guess if you look at the finished trailer production it's a lot more um campy vibe whatever yeah, well, the, the,
1: that, the trailer company came in and fucking edited and put the put together the movie man like that's what happened
0: yeah, so I, I don't know I don't know what could have been what what happened what either way I just don't see them saving that Joker performance but that's just me personal like I don't care how much dialogue he had I'm like oh, that was bad but that's just me um anyways whatever the fact that James Gunn would have come in somehow like totally ignore all that bullshit and frame another film using some of the characters well, most of them which you know weren't killed off right away. Um, which makes sense for a film called yeah,
1: and
0: just 100%. And damn, man, this guy, this kind of just shows you. Um, and we were talking about this earlier like, James Zen's one hell of a director, man. So, Marvel, I know you got him going on for the third Guardians mm-hmm. film, but if you're gonna make an R rated Deadpool film, who better? This guy just showed you he for the rival team too. He he's probably made the best DC film to be made since probably like the Nolan films. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, but no, those aren't. And I are, know those are just in a universe of their own, bro. Come on.
0: Yeah, I. I but you know what I mean. Like, th- this was just a probably the last like good film like this was probably Wonder Woman. Like, I, don't, I think that's the last DC lot of film like I walked Aquaman. out that I really enjoyed. Aquaman. Okay, yeah, Aquaman. But this was, like, miles, my opinion, ahead okay. and better. Because it's not forced. The humor is not forced. Story flows. It just works. Aquaman's still trying to be like something, you know? Dude, the, the,
1: okay. So, do you want to get into some of the notes I have? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so the first off, I want to, you know, like we we've kind of been doing this, the James Gunn appreciation. This movie shows what a great storyteller can do. The way that he told the story from all different angles, time jumps, jumps forward, jumps back, uh, where you see like what's happening with these characters, and then boom, we go back to what was happening with the other characters, and you see it from their viewpoint, and then boom, we meet at the middle, of like, hey, now this is where we are that is high level stuff that it is hard to execute and hard to pull off without it coming like disjointed and hard to follow and stuff. And I thought it had a good flow to it. It was easy to follow. I was appreciating everything that was happening. And, you know, he did go with the thing where he would like literally like the letters, you know, I was joking about this with your wife in the beginning of the show, but it shows you like, Hey, this is, we're back in now. And, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that that's stupid or anything. Like I think that's a fucking tool that they use to have people. It's because think of if you don't have that, like, like you might be able to follow, but it, it's a lot harder to, you know. And then, um, doing. Uh, the music was outstanding, and um, I you know earlier today when I called you and we were just talking, we were just gushing about this movie. Like earlier when we fucking spoke on the phone and uh you know we i I said this and you're like you shared the sentiment as well that this feels like the closest thing to like if tarantino were to direct a superhero film
0: oh yeah hands down so one of my other my wife didn't get to that but one of her other things was that this film was super graphic and that was was, that a pro for her or a con i couldn't figure it out i think she was leaning towards con like, she goes, ah, like, like, like she oh. saw that when, 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 um, right the first you get to find, fucking Waller, man, not even, oh. it was the, it was the, 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 the chip exploding, right?
1: no oh, yeah. With Michael Rooker.
0: Yeah, man. Savant was such a pussy, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I like how they framed Savant. See, this is what it was. They framed like that team as a team, mm-hmm. had him in front of the American flag. And then boom, shift off. Like Savant turned out to be probably like one of the biggest ca- uh cowards, right? He kind of just then, ran. But Pete Davidson, I would say
1: Pete Davidson's a bigger coward. He like fucking contacted the military, and but everybody. that was
0: a part of Waller's plan too. So you never mm-hmm. man Waller. Yeah, let us okay. fucking... I,
1: I have I have on here Amanda Waller better than ever. So go go. Let's hear about Waller. Let's talk the about.
0: Fact, just that right there. Even her team's like she was gonna kill that guy's kid just to make him join. Like, and he goes, hey,
1: he goes, you were just joking. Like you wouldn't really do that. And she goes, you don't know half the shit I would do.
0: It's like, jeez. Mm-hmm. And she told him, she, goddamn, like, I, God, she like, I think all three films have been solid. She really drove it down this time. If one thing's been consistent in these films, it's like. What a cold hearted bitch Amanda Waller is. <laughs> right? And yeah. then this one kind of just drove that stake in. But it's. Wait, just...
1: wh- how, wait how, how many suicides? This is only the second one, right?
0: Ah, sorry, I keep fucking. Yeah, you keep
1: making it sound like there's this is the third one. No, this is the second
0: one. I, lie, was... I know, I keep thinking of fucking. Birds of Prey. Right, yes. I don't know why I keep thinking of fucking. Birds you,
1: you, did you ever watch that? I did not. Bro, like, watch that. It's a good movie, man. One day. But back to yeah. So, any, anything else on Amanda Waller? I I wrote down Amanda Waller and her minions.
0: The yeah. fact that they're betting the on little people. Deadpool. Yeah, that yeah. was fucking funny. But she's just like straight up, like, fuck, man. You had Bloodsport who's killed Superman or not killed him, left him in the ICU. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And then like he's right there. He he can use anything as a weapon. As fucking something that like pointed. She goes, everybody hands down. Like she, she's just fucking cold. And she, she did, is.
1: Uh, Viola Davis.
0: Was, yeah. Is a, is, is an
1: absolute badass in, in, in Amanda Waller's role. And, you know, it was nice to see the minions actually like kind of turn on her at the end. Okay. And yeah. Kind of do their part in saving the day. Cause it's, a, she would have blown each and every oh. one of them away. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, I the, I still can't like I'm still my mind's blown by like the villain was too cute but we'll get back to that
1: yeah we we'll, we'll talk about that um I I wrote down here great great swerve in the beginning where how they show like Captain Boomerang uh Javelin the the Mongol or Mongal I think her name was um Savant um Weasel I was actually Weasel's so, death I was so happy.
0: Go go for it! Why are you so happy?
1: I don't know. I just, you just, I, I didn't. I was like, uh oh, like this is gonna be a character in here.
0: <laughs> but then, yeah, he he died right away. So you what know, are you gonna sound his death? I I thought when I first saw him, I was like, is this gonna be like they're trying to like at Rocket? But it wasn't. I think who was their endearing Rocket type person was freaking Sebastian King Shark. or Sebastian. Shower.
1: Little mouth. Mal- no! No! Yeah! No! Rocket. Yeah, I wouldn't say. Yeah, Rocket wouldn't be Sebastian. Rocket. Uh, Sebastian's more like the little Groot.
0: Yeah, I would say. But King Shark was kind of more like that animal. That's just fucking. That was me. I thought. I I, I thought S- Stallone did a really good job. I thought King Shark was like super cool.
1: He was no. It was a cool character. Is he's, he's essentially indestructible. And then, what did you think about the whole thing about him trying to eat Ratcatcher two, and then them like forming a friendship after that, and then just seeing, just seeing, just seeing his character progress.
0: So I have this written. Down I thought. So um, I, I thought, I thought right when she does that handshake thing, like I was like, she's so fucking stupid. I'm like I told my wife that. I thought he was gonna. I thought the next thing was gonna be he just grabs her and eats her yeah like
1: i i thought that i was kind of hoping for that (laughs) that moment was a little cringy like them becoming friends
0: yeah i thought he was gonna eat her i was really hoping he was gonna do that
1: like a real quick just touching on a couple of the the you you know javelin uh the guy that plays javelin his name is flu something hold on i had it on here Oh, no, they don't have him listed in this cast. Poor Flu, man. Flu Labore, I think his name is. You watched the Inside the NBA, right? hmm Yeah, there you go. Flu Borg. Flu they. He actually made a couple appearances on Inside the NBA with, like, uh, Chuck and Charles, and uh, he's a comedian. I thought his little, you know, in the beginning of the moment with Harley that he had, and he oh, yeah, actually, yeah, his biggest purpose. Do
0: was it. Just,
1: Yeah, just just providing her with the javelin, and then the the little things that had big payoffs in this movie was her getting the javelin like that, you know, from him, whatever. Like you know, like that moment in the, the they shared a little moment, and she's just carrying a javelin around throughout the whole movie, and ultimately ends up using it at the end. And then also the other moment, the little moment that Idris Elba and John Cena had in the beginning, where. Uh, you know, Amanda Waller goes. You know, like that. Um, John Cena's Peacemaker, his upbringing and story is essentially exact same as Bloodsport. And Cena's like, I shoot, uh, I shoot straighter than you. He's like, he's like, like my bullets hit more center. And he's like, how do they hit more center? He's like, smaller bullets. And then you see that payoff at the end, which, which was, you know, like to build off payoffs like that. And and I wrote in here that. Um, that all the characters were very well written and they showed their backstories well. Like what did you think about Idris Alba being father of the year?
0: I thought that was pretty cool. Idris Alba's whole character arc from like where it started. <clears throat> Sorry. God damn. I sound like the fucking Batman. Hey, I man, keep water. We, we, we can't afford fucking water on this show.
1: Is but there any water? Is there any water
0: in that create creation room of yours? No, I should get a water cooler in here. But like even more than Idris' Albas, I felt like what I was—I'm going to forget this unless I say it now because I didn't write it down—was Harley's growth. <clears throat> oh yeah. So if you've noticed on Harley's, uh, there we are. If you've noticed on Harley's back, she had a tattoo at the end of Suicide Squad in 2016 that said "Property of Joker." But if you look closely in this one. That now says property of no one. Ooh, um, good pickup there. It is so like her character growth from like being dependent on Mister J or the clowns, kind of to like where she's grown into her own. And I, this would make I'd be better suited to comment on this if I saw that last film. But since you did, mm-hmm. did you see the growth occurring in that to this? And oh yeah, that that whole. What did you think it was? Arc?
1: That whole movie. You go get some water. That whole movie was like a big growth uh, for her because literally in the beginning of the movie she gets like dumped and then she's on her own and she's like that whole movie is her like you know coming into her own of like hey I'm not just fucking Joker's you know like I'm my own I'm my own self and like and then you know what I liked about this in the beginning of this movie where she's when she sees Rick Flag and Boomerang there's some com- camaraderie amongst mm-hmm. those characters like you know, since they were in the first one together, and I'm sure they've might. I was have kind gone of sad that
0: Boomerang went away as quick as he did.
1: Yeah, dude, Jai Courtney is, you know, like he's hit and miss sometimes, but he was a definitely a hit with Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang was one of the best parts about the first Suicide Squad, and yeah, like he was one of the big casualties up front. There was a lot of casualties in this one. A lot of casualties. So jump, going back to Margot Robbie for a second uh, and Harley. I wrote on here, Margot Robbie as Harley belongs in the same conversation of actors born to play roles. Like, you know how people say, like, oh, Robert Downey Jr. was born to play Iron Man. Ryan Reynolds was born to play Deadpool. I would say Margot Robbie was born to play Harley Quinn. And yeah, the three outings that we've seen her in... Suicide Squad, the first one, say what you want about it, but she killed it in her parts. Birds of Prey, if you haven't seen it, she, you know, kills in there. And then in here, she just fucking takes it to a whole nother level in here, dude, with some of the action that she's doing, the badass fucking shit. So, like, in we, we saw some of the stuff in trailers. One of the big things that we saw in the trailers was where Rick Flag and Bloodsport are getting ready to break her out. And she's like, hey, like, and then they're like, oh, man, it was a really good plan, too. You know, so you know that that's coming. But to see the what's led up to that with her, the whole thing about her becoming a prisoner and then their president taking her as like, you know, his date, like, oh, you know, people said that, you know, like my people look up to you and then them like hitting it off and whatever. And then her just having like this, like, you know, because we've seen her abused in the past movies.
0: And I, th- I, I thought that was kind of her um, closure. Because I think when he's given his whole spiel, I think he says to her at one point, like that he would kill his enemies and their families, like for the children and the children. And she like pretty much kills him and goes, murders one of my red flags, you know? And I think that's kind of her. Well, that's not kind of, that's literally her talking about Joker and those like clown, like, his freaking incarnation of that because that's who she was with.
1: Yeah. She's like, I ain't going to fucking be in that again. You crazy fuck. She just fucking kills that dude right there. And then, you know, seeing her imprisoned and then breaking out of there, her breaking out scene, dude was fantastic. You know, um, the violence overall in this movie was fantastic. Like it was outstanding action. And, just her just fucking mowing guys down, killing them in different ways. And, you know, the artistic decision to go with the flowers coming out and doing that, you know, I guess people take it different (laughs) ways. It was too much. People take it different ways. Um, I took it as in, you know, Hey, like this reminds me of Kingsman where the heads are exploding and it's instead of being gruesome or gory, it's done in a kind of creative, colorful, cartoonish way. So it was similar in this scene here. But then, if we're having complaints that this movie is too violent, and when they do an artistic decision like this, then it's stupid. Like I didn't say.
0: It. I know you didn't say. It.
1: But what was your what was your take on her whole breakout? Like,
0: what did you think about it? And this is why she's not on the podcast. <laughs> If there's anybody, though, like, that was, like, one thing was, like, to her defense or, like, not even to her defense, I guess. But if there was one person that was kind of, like, I had to, like, fucking disband my disbelief the most was probably Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Yeah. Weakest Link, probably. Right?
1: Weakest Link, yeah, it was just sad. Like you know, it's kind of his disgusting. mom. The
0: backstory, yeah. yeah. The the
1: whole mom stuff was weird. Yeah, you know, but the, you know, I did 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 she did she think that was disturbing? Like the, him just seeing his mom everywhere.
0: I don't know what she thinks. Mm. I've been like, trying really to figure that out for four years. Like
1: like all like all <laughs> of the characters, you know, were very well written. Dude, and then like the way they were, that they told Sino blew like, me
0: away, man. Peacemaker was uh-huh. probably a lot more um, satisfactory or a lot more of a character I liked than I thought I would.
1: Yeah, like Cena, you know, Cena's everybody who who's a fan of his and wrestling and stuff is, you know, kind of used to him being this just like G-rated, you know, like the hustle, loyalty, respect guy. But it's cool to see him in this type of role and this show's range and – the, the 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 scene of him and bloodsport having a kill off where they're just going through the jungle and killing the people um, and then the swerve of being like hey those guys were actually a part of the rebellion and those were the good guys that
0: you guys just murdered
1: like all of that lady's friends <laughs> like
0: <laughs> the peacemaker said he would like you to idol pull dicks so at that point yeah, like,
1: he goes he goes nothing like a bloodbath like to start the morning He's I like like,
0: I, I like that was one of my favorite things. Where like earlier on, where he says something about killing women and children, and she kind of looks at Polka Dot Man and she goes, "And you're the fucking no." She's Psychotic. like, I
1: th- I th- I th- <laughs> "Yeah." She's like, "I thought you were the crazy one," and he's like, "I am." He's like, "I cherish uh, like peace, liberty with all my heart, or I cherish peace with all my heart. It doesn't like you know. It doesn't matter how many men, women, and children I have to kill to achieve it." It's like, Jesus, Cena, and you know. What did you think about his character being on his own little side mission and ultimately killing a character who in this movie was much more compelling than the last, like Rick Flagg? What did you think about Rick Flagg?
0: I thought Rick Flagg did a great job. Like, but I knew that turn was coming, kinda, cause you kinda like saw it coming. Like mm-hmm. that was I think her whole neutralization of I think that was Waller's biggest thing. Did she really trust anybody on this mission though? mm Right?
1: No, and that's kind of why. Her. Her,
0: yeah, that's why they turned on her at the end too. And then even Peacemaker being alive at the end. What did you think about that?
1: Yeah, well, he's gonna get his own uh, HBO series. Uh, oh you shit, know, so he is. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's I a thing that's coming up.
0: They don't shit like
1: that. Like um, I, I don't know if it's gonna be HBO Max exclusive, but it's gonna be. He's he's got his own series, you know with Peacemaker, and yeah, you know, this is actually one of one of the post-credit scenes, which was which was cool. Um, what did you? Uh, did we already talk about it? But Ratcatcher two, her power, and then like her whole backstory with her and her father being like a heroin addict, and her father actually being played that, that by Taika Oh yeah, right. You oh,
0: get yeah. us trinkets, and like I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and eventually he scummed to like a heroin overdose. Like yeah. James Gunn did not like, man. This is probably Disney's, like, all right, you see this? It's I like, all right. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> like James, like that, Like, James, yeah, that's him. That's him not having to they have, like... They just need a- to
0: play that sequence if you ever ask for, like, an R.A. film. <laughs> They're like, all right, let us play the Rat Catcher <laughs> sequence where the dad literally has a little kid and, like, dies of a heroin overdose with her. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. oh, oh, okay. Dude, that actress in real life, you know people should go google her she's a i think she's venezuelan i might be wrong but i believe so um and um what did you think I thought, of
0: i eat yourself being afraid of rats i thought that was like a nice i thought subtle. that
1: was a that was a cool see like and then like the subtlety like when he was when they were on the bus and they're sharing this story you know like she tells her whole backstory where it does show that you know, scene with her and her father and the way that it's told with, like, it being projected on the side of the bus and stuff. That's the fucking type of shit that I really like, man. Like, that type of creative decision and stuff like that, I, I fucking really like that. And, um, and, yeah, like, with him and then Idris Elba starts talking about, you know, his dad used to punish him. And it's very subtle, but you see Cena kind of, like, kind of scoff a little. But, like, remember, their stories are... Exactly yeah. the same. They're upright. I so. love that. I love that in the beginning when he goes,
0: "You just said you got me because of my abilities are unique." He has literally the same backstory as me. I was like, God, "That's true."
1: Yeah. Did you like and- at the end? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go
0: ahead. Uh, and oh, I got this at the end where um he had that thanks to David Ayer.
1: When did the- when when was that? I was like
0: at the post credits.
1: Oh, I didn't catch. That. He had it
0: like a note of thanks to. Who did James um, Gunn? Gun. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. that's good, man. Um, Rick Flag dying. Just jumping back onto that for a second. That was probably there was a lot of casualties in here. I would say that was one of the more difficult ones. I think that yeah. one and, and 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 Boomerang, Polka Dot Man kind of went out gloriously. He's like, I'm a superhero.
0: <laughs> and then gets crushed. My favorite casualty, though, like yes. Rick Flagg was probably the hardest one. Everybody else, eh. But my favorite was TDK.
1: Yeah. Oh, let's talk TDK for a second.
0: What the fuck? Nathan
1: Fillion uh, coming in and being the detachable kid. You know, like, you knew there was going to be some characters being brought in here just to die, like, right away. I got that hint of that with, you know, uh, Pete Davidson. I kind of had... You know, I, I assumed it was with him too. I thought his powers were going to be a little bit more bad, but he literally just goes up and starts like slapping them, and then they just start shooting his arms, and he's just like on the floor dying.
0: <laughs> Loved how Harley's thing was. What the fuck? I like that thing. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. My wife like didn't get that one either. She like got <laughs> <thought, "That's> stupid. <laughs> it's like that's the point. That was exactly the point. I guess according to James Gunn, this is kind of based on a, a character called Bill the Cat. He's kinda of like a, I think he was a cartoon cat, like he was in like a comic strip and he was like the illegi- uh leg- la- la- legitimate offspring of like Garfield and like like some type of like weird Suicide Squad character. That was like what he was going for. For Weasel or TDK? For Weasel. No. Oh, sorry. okay. I thought I'd said going to Weasel again. I may have. Oh, not. you might.
1: You might have said it. I might have missed it. But that's cool, man. But I was glad that they killed him. On he's like, oh, he he's killed. He's not completely harmless. He's killed twenty seven children. It's like Jesus, a lot of kid killing in here. Yeah. Like,
0: wow. Yeah. Like James Gunn's like trying to get canceled twice. No,
1: it, it, <laughs> and I I have written on I, I think we covered pretty much everything that um,
0: right when he couple... did, but I thought that was so funny. Like like nobody checked if the weasel could fucking swim. Yeah. God, so many like one liners that were just good. This is the, like an nice. instant
1: classic, man.
0: It, it was nice. It was like it was like Deadpool again. It was refreshing, man.
1: It was, dude. Um, I, I liked uh, uh, so Peter Capaldi and the Thinker. So Peter Capaldi, he, he was also on Doctor Who. Matt Smith will always be my doctor, but Peter Capaldi, I think, came after Matt Smith. Um, and so he, he he's... You know, I want to talk now a little bit about the starfish here. Um, when originally I heard about, like, hey, the main villain is going to be Starro or whatever, and it's a giant starfish, I like, that sounds... Stupid as fuck. Like that's gonna be (laughs) like that's ridiculous. Yeah. But the fact that they they made that character compelling, like like the backstory, like okay, I, I like the whole the the overall story of hey, you guys are going there um you know, because they have a really bad weapon and you're gonna go destroy it all, you're gonna blow it all up. But then the what you're really going there to do is like, hey, they had a military coup this was a u.s kind of base that the u.s government was using and you know like along with this country to run these really bad experiments and now like you know with that family that was running it there was an understanding but now like they fucked that up and like the weapon isn't going into the be- wrong hands they were ri- originally they were like really just going there to kind of destroy oh, yeah. that evidence so
0: Amanda Waller is kind of like the worst, worst bad guy, right? Like yeah. she's like the villain, villain, right? Yeah, like uh, speaking. And where bit... does that leave us room for like a next Suicide Squad film?
1: We're gonna we gotta we gotta get to that, but like since we're on the topic of villains, let's talk about the villains of this movie. So there was the human villains about like the the general, and then the guy that becomes president that Harley kills. And then it's funny. Then it goes to the general. Then the general dies. And it's funny that like they're just their presidency just getting passed back and forth. Like the guy at the end is like, "Oh, we just got word that the general died, which means now, guys, that means I'm the president." Like, <laughs> and then like the freedom people, or, like the rebellion people, come in and just gun them down. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that whole thing was funny. Like you know, they served their purpose. And then I thought like the fucking starro was compelling, dude. Like so it was this starfish thing floating around in space astronauts went out there came into contact with it brought it back and then what it does is it takes over and uh, like you know takes over your consciousness and that's how the consciousness of it grows and ever since it got brought back it they've been holding it on this country in southern america and peter capaldi's been running fucking experiments on it and they've just been holding it there for 30 years. And then eventually this thing does break out. And I thought like, you know, like, what did you think about them? Like the the way that they killed it was with all the rats. Like how many goddamn rats was that?
0: I kind of saw that coming. You saw that coming? I didn't see, like, it. okay, I, I can't say I saw it, coming, saw it coming, but, like, when we had that King Shark scene, mm-hmm. I was like, those rats are going to fucking come back. Like, I already figured it out in a way. I didn't figure it out, but, like, they had to have Rat Catcher live. for Like, I think my, my biggest thing was, like, she didn't die because King Shark, like, that would have been James Gunn's perfect chance to kill her, right? Mm-hmm. Right there when she shook his hand. Like that I, thought, okay, like,
1: I really think that was just a comedic thing. Like, I don't think she was really going to die there. I know, even, I know that that's... What I'm, you, like, who,
0: stuck on that. I really <laughs> felt, like, if <laughs> he was going to have payoff... But if she was going to have payoff, I thought maybe she's got to, like, be bigger than that besides her, like... She was clearly, that, like,
1: one of the biggest parts of the movie. Yeah,
0: exactly. But then, like, they... Uh, so I knew, like, at the end, Bill Sraft had to make a comeback. And that, that, that was, like, the perfect... There was no other way to kill that thing, right?
1: Yeah. No, no. That's what I was sitting there wondering is like, how are they going to fucking take this thing out? Like, what are they going to have to do? And then, you know, Harley being like, I know why I have the javelin running and just fucking piercing that thing's eye. All the rats just pouring in and eating it from like kind of inside out. And then while it has consciousness over the other people, one of the people turns and says like, I was happy floating there amongst the stars. Like I didn't want to fucking come to your planet. Yeah. You like you guys fucking brought me here, tortured me for like thirty years, and then now like I'm dying. Like Even I thought eaten by a bunch of rats. Like that. Like how the fuck did he make a giant fucking starfish with an eye compelling? Dude,
0: is it the director? I don't know. I think after this third fucking. Um, Disney, Marvel film. I would be okay if Guardians let him go. Yes. Goddamn, man. (laughs) That's how good this film was. It's gotten me to forget this guy directed the Guardian trilogy. (laughs) Like, I want James Gunn to be set free, man. Because, like, this is just James Gunn, like, no fucking bars. Like, Yeah, you 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 want to
1: see him on leash. So, So if I were to ask you right now, would you rather have? It's kind of tough to say because we know Guardians Three is already coming out. Oh so yeah, let's say, yeah. Let's say let's say Guardians Four or Suicide Squad Two. Suicide or, Squad su- 2. Th- like you know a sequel to this? A sequel you. to this. Okay, I would say I would have to agree with you because seeing a James Gunn like run wild without like you know having being in the restraints of a PG
0: movie. No, like you said, like, man. You you summed it up perfectly. This is. This is what Tarantino doing a superhero film would be. You said that to me earlier and that's hundred percent like true. This is this is that. I don't think we're gonna that's why like if Disney's gonna hold on to him, the only reason I would like be okay. Like James Gunn, the only reason I'd be okay with you that I I know you don't give a fuck. But I'm just saying the only thing I'd be okay with you staying on with Disney would be is if they just let you do Deadpool and let you do it like your way. Right. Or
1: even just another fucking like other type of movie. Like, dude, this guy's so good at this type of shit, but I do agree with you. Like, did you know a little tidbit here? Kevin Feige actually went and visited him when he was on the set of suicide squad. I didn't know. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's it's crazy man and then if you're dc like it's hard not to bring him back for a sequel because at the end uh you know they actually free themselves with the blackmail that they obtained and like the end the only lone survivor from the previous movie is harley and it makes sense kind of you know because she's like the main fucking person there and um I don't know man I think like while I was watching okay so one little thing that I did have that I that I have a question it's a question that I have
0: which yeah, I I feel like we've had no negative things to say about the yeah. film
1: right so so why does why does Peter Capaldi's character the thinker help them because he's come into agreement with the the you know the new president and then the the general that he's going to continue to kind of take control of that monster so why does he turn on them and have Rick meet Rick Flag in them. It's a good
0: question. See, that's what happens when you make a good film. People kind of just overlook plot holes.
1: Yeah. No. Again, I'm 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 gonna watch this movie again, and um, I'm hoping that there's a better answer. But that was that was like literally the only type of the only type of question that I kind of had for it. It's like, wait, why is he helping them? And then he just gets ripped apart by the monster, like, deservedly so, because he fucking tortured the fuck out of that thing. Oh, man. What a fucking movie, dude. While I was watching it, like, like after it finished, I was like, this is a masterpiece. That's the thing that I like about DC, dude, that, like, if they make these movies that are, even if they are one-offs, if this doesn't get a sequel, the, the, the fact that they just kind of go for it and aren't kind of world-build, like, you know, with the first Joker... I would say I like this better than the first Joker. The first Joker is an outstanding film, but it was just too dark and depressing. Like, this I want to watch over and over. I want to watch Suicide Squad again, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Like, what you just said, I kind of, like, I know they capture him, but I can't really really recall why he kind of just, because he could have got out of that. Now that I think about it then.
1: Yeah. You know, it's not perfect, but it was so good. I would say this is uh, coming leading up to this. Maybe Nobody was my favorite movie of the year, and I would say this is my favorite
0: movie of the year so far now. Damn, what else just came out this year? See, there you go. The You you like this more than Fast and Furious, though?
1: How fucking dare you? Is this you just getting in?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? Like... Vin Diesel, there you go. Vin Diesel or or Stallone doing King Shark?
1: I think I like Group better. Mm. Yeah, true. It's, you know, I don't know. I it, it, I liked King Shark. He wasn't my favorite, but I did like him. Like I thought he was cool. But um, any closing thoughts, dude? We fucking went on um about. I think that I, I think we covered everything. Do you have any closing thoughts on this?
0: No, I don't. I think we do need it. I think maybe give it another. I, I feel like it is pretty fresh. So that's one thing. Um,
1: yeah, if we as, have any follow-up thoughts or as we think more we'll, about this We'll probably this kind of
0: touch it on it. Because, you know, we, gotta, we do have to let it digest, but I think we we're just so excited to do this. Because it was a good film, man. It was kind of like it it was nice to see a superhero film this year. Probably would you say outside of maybe Loki, you know, because Loki's the first one. Alright, or this. Oh, this hands down, right?
1: Okay,
0: yeah. So there you go. That's the other so, superhero hit I think the other thing besides what you said about the thinker was like was um was um was it Blackguard? Was that the character that uh Pete Davidson played? Mm-hmm was that like part of Waller's thing where she needed that distraction or like that was another thing I think.
1: Yeah. Dude. And another big thing, like, like she values Rick flag and Harley, but she put them on the sacrificial team. Mm -hmm. Like, did she know that was going to happen?
0: That's what I'm saying. Were they like specifically picked to get killed? Yeah.
1: Again, it's, it's not perfect and it's good. Like, Have a conversation about things. We've just been jerking this movie off for forty minutes. It's good to fucking look at some of the you know possible negatives as well. Did they did the the uh, you you saw a breakdown of it? Did you see? Did they point out any negatives or potholes or anything?
0: No, everybody just is like. I think everybody's just so obsessed with the fact that DC made a good. It's it kind of just like what? It's got what did you think about um, Sean Gunn's Calendar Man? Did you notice that? Was he the one who's who called somebody a pussy in the beginning? Yep, that was him. Oh, Polka Dot
1: Man! Yeah, he he, he like it out. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious, man. Because Sean Gunn also played Weasel, so it was. I I love Sean Gunn, dude. I love Sean Gunn in the fucking Guardians movies as well, man. Like. That's what I'll do one day when I'm a nice big director, you know? I'll put you in movies like that. You, I know you want to star in a movie, but I'll make you like a fucking ant eater or something. Like a CGI one. A, yeah, yes. a weasel, yeah. Apparently. <laughs> oh, man. So we do have... Uh, you know a couple things here like like just mentioned you know we'll probably have some housekeeping on the next episode and maybe touch a little bit more base about this and you know we hope you go watch this movie this weekend or you know like as it does come out you know we do appreciate the listens and everything like that um um we do have a little bit of a you know when the venom trailer came out we did do a little breakdown video that of uh, or breakdown little fucking clip of that like uh earlier in the week so we will attach that as a little bonus at the end of this one as well and um you know i know for the past couple episodes we've been talking a lot of sports that was because there wasn't so much you know superhero marvel stuff or dc stuff happening but you know now we are kind of getting more stuff what if is coming out soon so it is going to be more of the traditional show but we will be having you know a couple of our reoccurring guests on here as well in the next uh episodes as we go and just we are having a giveaway can you tell these people what they need to do to possibly win 50 fucking dollars for doing app like no work you don't have to put it out like that
0: but now that we are putting it out like that you're lazy <laughs> <laughs> no man it's guy, a
1: miles apart fan. miles apart. I know, I
0: know. thank you guys for listening we really do appreciate it and we kind of want to give back for you guys listening so Here's what you have to do. We're going to be giving away a $50 gift card, an Amazon gift card. Three simple things. Um, you guys are going to have to follow on Twitter. You're going to go ahead and subscribe to us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts, whether that's the Play Store, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and leave a rate and uh, review. And then go ahead and just shoot us a message on Twitter where you show that you guys are following and leave us a screenshot, and that automatically enters you to win a $50 gift card to Amazon.
1: And we'll be picking a winner towards the end of the month, and this is the first of, you know, many upcoming giveaways. We heard this is how people grow their subscribers, so we're like, hey, why not give it a shot? And um, and, uh, so, you know, we will be announcing a lucky winner towards the end of the month, and just upcoming here, we might have a week or so where we don't have a show, your boy is getting married and going to be a little there busy might be no that. shows ever again so soak it in love. yeah <laughs> just, so my my fiance actually liked this movie she said Ouch. that Ouch. she Ouch. said that like now nah, that's a fucking movie it's so much better than it made up for the last suicide She didn't squad. think it was like
0: Kingsman <laughs> that yeah. was a terrible fucking compar- <laughs> comparison she said it was Kennedy. trying
1: to be like Kingsman. It's like okay,
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: no, man. God bless your wife. You know, uh, and then do 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 to give her a good thank you for being a part of this week's cold open. Uh, you know, and I think that was wonderful. <laughs> and uh, you know, maybe we could have her on fucking some of these movies, like you know, like the big movies yeah. that come out, just to have get get her. You know, like a like one minute review. Give her one minute, and then yeah. you know what. We'll,
0: no, okay, no, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk. She's our manager, you know. Shout out! I yeah. think she's our manager. I think. I don't know. So again,
1: follow on Twitter at Miles Apart Pod. She's a Yoko Ono, if fucking anything. But <laughs> <laughs> Miles Apart Pod on Twitter. Um. And yeah, uh, just yeah. send
0: us a screenshot of you guys following the show. Um, send us a message on Twitter. After you, like I said, follow us on Twitter. Follow the show. Subscribe, and just send us a screenshot, rate and review, down. and
1: we will continue to post. This is Jess and Guggen signing off. Until next time. Send Look me a, my
0: eyes.
1: Send me a picture of the framed picture that you have in your room.
0: Alright. See how much easier this would be if this was like a visual podcast.
1: Yeah, we'll get there one day, man. These people don't deserve a visual one. Oh my god, That's a nice picture, right? That's a dope ass. Is that by Inquisit?
0: Yes, it is.
1: God damn.
0: It's going in Did you room. did you
1: did you have this print before or no? Or did she get this print as well?
0: No, she she got everything.
1: Wow, for what? Just just cause?
0: The creation room, dude i know
1: tell, tell us tell us a little bit about this creation room you got going.
0: so yeah it's called it a creation
1: room or like a, 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 that's the name of it
0: Yes. go on it was supposed to be a man cave used for drinking in a bar so that's out the window instead like we're gonna focus on more better stuff
1: something more productive
0: yes way more productive and nothing's more productive than this podcast right guys so um we're gonna be just working on a lot of stuff actually We have a TikTok now. We're going to start going to visual stuff. So I thought we need a room to edit, create, and hence, like, since I'm a basic bitch, like, create creation room, right? I could have came up with something way more possibly, like...
1: Yeah, you can name know. it something differently. Like, you know, Disney. Way like...
0: more creative than the creation Yeah, room. god <laughs> damn, the room's
1: off to a bad start. <laughs> that's, that's it's like, terrible. the creativity we're working with?
0: <laughs> the creation room. Hey, look, man, it's, it's in the works, bro. It's in the works. We can call it the Oasis.
1: I think that sounds good. The Oasis that's, is nice.
0: Totally not a rip-off of Ready Player One.
1: But yeah, it's a different thing. I, I I like the Oasis better than the Creation Room.
0: Mm-hmm. We can call it the Red Room.
1: The Red. That's now who's getting a hysterectomy? Are we gonna do that on you in there?
0: <laughs> and on this week's podcast, no. Um, so speaking of hysterectomies, have you seen the Venom trailer?
1: I did, man. I did just because you know I uh, you know Venom. When did Venom come out,
0: the original one?
1: Was that like twenty two, three years ago? 2018. Okay, that's what I was going to guess. So it came out 2018. I remember having low expectations with the movie, but I also thinking like, hey, it's cool. But at that time, you know, the whole like Sony had just fucked up all of like, you know, Spider-Man. We were doing a good, you know, Spider-Man was going good in the MCU. And then, then all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're going to make this Venom movie. We're like, oh, come, come on, man. Like, it's probably going to suck. And then it's like, oh, Tom Hardy's going to be like, all right, man. I like Tom Hardy. And it came out and it did good, man. Like, it it was, it was cool. It was a cool movie. It was different. And they did tease it at the end, of the sequel of Woody Harrelson, right?
0: They did. And so, what I've seen right now, right off the bat, I just want to say, I'm so fucking glad they didn't go with that hair. But then, like, in retrospect, it's kind of like maybe he was shooting something else and he didn't want to dye his hair red. He did have credits. those like
1: big curly like red hair in the in the teaser at the end, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he did. It looked terrible.
1: I didn't notice his hair in this trailer. What did he look like in here?
0: It looked a lot better. Okay, that's good.
1: So, like, so it's, it's you you're the comic book guy here, you know? In the trailer, they pretty much give it away a pretty good portion of it. That hey. That he Woody Harrelson brings in Eddie Brock, who's a journalist. I honestly don't remember much of the original Venom movie. All I remember is that I kind of enjoyed it. And um Riz Ahmed was in there. I remember that being cool. So.
0: <laughs> that was it. Um, so you know, they've kind of teetered because they did this venom without Spider-Man. So Venom Religion was brought into Spider-Man as a villain. So as a villain being who he is, he was in prison. And when he was in prison during one of the um, Spider-Man spin-off stories, he was in... Are you talking about Carnage? No, I'm talking about about Venom. I'm talking about Eddie Brock. So when Eddie Brock was in prison, he had a cellmate named Cletus uh, Cassidy. So eventually what happened was while Eddie Brock was in prison, he got broken out by this NBA. And it left off an offspring. And that offspring um, merged with Cletus uh, Cassidy during what, his what's up with these names man? like right so like, they've kind of changed that around because you know there's this isn't the spider-man um, yeah
1: eddie's not in prison
0: yeah he's not in prison it's you know so instead of doing that the way he merges now is through that bite that we get to see in the in the trailer but so What's kind of, this movie's kind of, which kind of, like, leads you into what's going to kind of happen was this movie kind of does take inspiration from the Maximum Carnage storyline. So in that storyline, um, when when Carnage does break out, he kind of forms a team kind of to, like, um, a supervillain. Shriek, who's also going to be in this film, is one of the characters. And I think she's, um, what her storyline was, she was also in the same prison and he breaks her out too and her that's super... the
1: yelling lady huh her yes. name's shriek
0: yeah yes yes it's and and you gave me shit for the creation room
1: it's okay the name shriek. serves
0: its purpose yeah. yeah so does the creation room. so um
1: it's growing on me the creation it's room's great. starting to grow on me I, I you know
0: yeah so she's gonna be played by naomi harris so she's gonna be in the movie too um so that kind of show... so it's Gonna have all that, but yeah, so I'm gonna show you a couple of. So I'm gonna give you four options. You tell me, okay, this is Cletus Cassidy's characters. Which of these things out of the four did he do? All right, you ready for this? Got some
1: trivia on here. Yeah, we got some trivia.
0: All right, you ready for this? All right, A, did he push his grandmother down the stairs, killing her? Okay, Mm -hmm. B, did he try to murder his mother? by dropping a hairdryer into a bathtub Mm. or, okay, I'm not done yet. C, Mm -hmm. did he try to um, kill a dog with a drill or D, did he try to kill a girl by pushing her in front of a bus or did he actually kill a girl by pushing her in front of a bus?
1: Did you make up any of these scenarios? Like is, I not well, I, I know one of them's the answer, but is the other like two made up by you? Because this is going to be kind of telling. Huh? I'm
0: curious.
1: Is there is there is there all of the above?
0: No, uh, I mean, yeah, sure. There's an all of the above. All e, of the above. All of the above. All of the above. Yeah, he did. He did. Fucking so you do su- well, okay,
1: Alex Trebek or Trivia Man, you were gonna give me four options and then. And then tell me, and you weren't gonna give me the option of e all of the above.
0: I wasn't. I was gonna gonna be like, I'm like the Riddler, bro. I was gonna make you. No way do you get to win. I'm a psycho. But so he did all of those. Well, I'm not for your sake. Oh, bonus round. He also burned out an orphanage.
1: See for your sake, I'm glad it was all of the above. Because if it was like, "Hey, he pushed his grandmother down," and you made up the other scenarios about killing the dog with a drill and push, then it'd be like, "Hey, man, you must have gone to a dark place for this question."
0: No, but I'm glad it was. So (laughs) So this is the type
1: of stand-up guy that Cletus Cassidy, Cletus Cassidy Carnage. All right triple c but um so is is that why he's in prison didn't he murder yeah. his family
0: or is that just something that i heard yeah i think eventually he eventually does kill like i was going through and jotting all these notes down he burns down the orphanage da, 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 da. yes he does he yeah yeah he does he kills his mom too so crazy. woody
1: Harrelson goes to a pretty dark place for this character huh
0: I would certainly hope so. I don't think you know.
1: Do you know anything about Charles Harrelson? I don't. That is Woody's father. So, Charles Void Harrelson was an American hitman and organized crime figure who was convicted of assassinating federal judge John H. Wood Jr., the first federal judge to be killed in the 20th century. Charles Har- Harrelson was the father of actors Brett and Woody Har- Harrelson. So, his father was a hitman in real life.
0: I'm sure he appreciates you bringing this information.
1: Yeah, so, they, they, so recently, you know, I, I was just going through his Wikipedia. It's pretty interesting if you ever do want to go look it up. But a 10-episode podcast titled Son of a Hitman was released on May 5th, 2020 by Spotify Studios. Blah, 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 blah. It is produced and hosted by Who Gives a Fuck and investigates the legitimacy of the three murder charges Charles Harrelson was tried for as well as the possibility that he may have been involved with the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. So he left his family um, well, you know, and then Woody Harrelson was raised by his mom and he went on killing people he was like a he was like a he was like a real life killer and he eventually went to prison and he tried to escape from prison there was an escape attempt made on july 4th 1995 where his father and two other inmates uh gray gary uh settle and michael river rivers attempted to escape from the atlanta federal penitentiary using a makeshift rope a warning shot was fired at them from the prison's tower, and the trio surrendered. Harrelson uh, was then transferred to a supermax prison in Colorado. In a letter to a friend, Harrelson wrote that he enjoyed his life inside the maximum security facility, writing that there are not enough hours in a day for my needs as a matter of a fact. The silence is wonderful.
0: Amazing. He died in two thousand.
1: May God rest his soul. May God rest his soul. <laughs> really,
0: <laughs> I, I, think, I, I,
1: I think that was that you know, in your mind, you're like, Hey, this is would be an appropriate thing to say, but in this case, I I don't think that's an appropriate thing to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was he really that guy bad of a person? Who knows?
1: Yeah, man. So, going back I don't to the I was. <laughs> Hey, man, that's a good a little tidbit on, you know, Woody Harrelson's father. Exactly. He killed JFK? He might have. He
0: might have killed when, JFK. Okay, oh so I didn't course. get
1: to this part, but then when the day he was actually arrested, he was in, like, a six-hour-long standoff with the police, where he was also high on cocaine.
0: He... Uh, Why hasn't he, Woody Harrelson played him in a movie yet?
1: Right? That's what I was thinking, dude. Like, fucking... So he, he had that standoff with the police. And that's when he said he murdered the judge and he killed JFK. And then, like, later he said, like, hey, like, I was just trying to prolong
0: my life. So that's why I said some ridiculous. Things. Nice. But yeah. Man. Well, so back to the movie. Um, <laughs> I mean, the trailer. So if they are following this Max current storyline, this will kind of bring in Morbius, too, now because we've seen Morbius has kind of had its Easter eggs and Spider-Man stuff. but When is that coming out? Uh, That's a good question. I can give you an answer for that. But the storyline for Maximum Carnage, what happens was that Spider-Man has to team aside along Venom, Morbius, and I think it was one other person to kind of defeat Carnage, Shriek, and they also enlisted some other, like, villains as well with them. So, what if this kind of leads into that with all the multiverse stuff? Who knows? You
1: think the the Sony would be in January 21st, 2022, more VS releases, but you think Sony is going to join the MCU. Cause I remember like a long time ago, it was Amy Pascal or somebody, whoever the Sony president is, they were doing an interview. It was her and um, Kevin Feige. And she was like, yeah, you know, we're really interested in seeing how we're going to mix in with the MCU and stuff. And you just see Kevin Feige, like just have like a straight face. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Like, We're just helping you produce a Spider-Man. I'm not bringing in the rest of your horse shit, but now, you know, Venom got a pretty good reception when it came out. Um, you know, people were fans. Do you want to hear what young, what one young lady had to say about Venom when it came out? I saw, sure. this, on a, uh, I saw this on the social media today. Uh, she wrote, TBH, which nowadays stands for To Be Honest, the best thing about Venom is that Eddie looks like complete shit the entire time. I kept waiting for the inevitable moment in all superhero movies where the guy rips off his shirt and everyone gets a minute and a half to ogle. Him until the plot resumes, but no. Eddie spends the entirety of the movie in one gray hoodie, drenched in sweat, and looking 3.1 seconds from death. No unnecessary shirtless fight scene or shower scene. Just Tom Hardy looking like garbage and talking to himself for almost two hours. Poetic cinema. Is this person a fan? Do you think this person's a fan?
0: <laughs> I can't tell. I mean, I thought Eddie looked okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: apparently he looked like shit the entire time. But people appreciated that.
0: Good for him. That's, you don't get that a lot, you know?
1: So, and Morbius, in the Morbius trailers we've seen, uh, Birdman. Is that his name? Michael. Condor. Is it Condor? Uh, Michael, Michael Caine's character? Not Michael Kane
0: Michael, Michael Keaton?
1: Keaton? Yeah.
0: Vulture? vulture i wanted is. you to keep going for a little
1: what did i call him originally
0: Bird birdman Man. condor <laughs> <laughs> the green guy in the suit well
1: the wings like
0: <laughs> so yeah so he's probably what if he's part of that mac from carnage team or what if carnage is a part of the sinister six a lot of questions dude and you you do you
1: think this trailer gave away too much or did it give the necessary amount of it oh i think
0: they i think it gave like just the necessary amount
1: okay like I mean, what else house. do you
0: really get out you get carnage how he gets his powers right uh-huh. which i think would probably have been resolved anyways right with him get go you yeah. get um pretty much that he's pretty fucking crazy you get that what else do you really get? You get him like showing showcasing what he's able to do with the different weapons he can turn himself into. Uh, the symbiote's kind of scared of him. He goes, "Oh, a red one." But yeah, that was kind like of like a cool little, little
1: exchange. He like on yeah. Hulk's essentially, you know,
0: like how the Hulk does that. But yeah, and he goes, "I'll let you eat everybody." <sighs> you like that part where it, uh, <laughs> where Eddie punches like his ex uh, ex's fiance in the face or something? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he
1: gives him a, he gives him a, like a nice slap across the face.
0: <laughs>
1: I like the—I liked, the, I liked uh, that in one of the shots. Uh, he's wearing a uh, a warrior shirt.
0: That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's So yeah, breakdown. That's pretty much. Um, wow, seventeen minutes to breakdown this trailer, and a lot of it was spent on Woody Harrelson's dad. But I like it. I like it because I did not know any of that crap. Do you think that made him a better actor? I don't know, man. It said that
1: he he did used to visit him in federal prison, and um, he said he looked at him more as somebody that could be my friend than uh, my father. So Woody Harrelson said he said he was very articulate, well spoken. That he he was just like a he was a hitman. I don't think you know he's not like a serial killer. He was a hitman.
0: Totally different. So so I was okay to say God rest his soul to a certain degree. That, Shouldn't I guess all of our souls?
1: All right, yeah, if that's that's the viewpoint you want to have on it. I'm like
0: Mother Teresa. (sighs) God damn. So I think
1: (laughs) that's 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 a great place to leave the show.